0: Hello fellow Christmas lovers and enthusiasts, you are listening to Closer to Christmas, the podcast where every episode that comes out, we're all a little bit closer to Christmas. My name is Charlie, and on episode 11 of the podcast, I'm going to be covering another Funko Games card game, and this one is a Christmas story, a major card game. So now that you know what this episode's about, it's time to grab your favorite beverage, turn on that leg lamp, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, everybody. So at the top of the show, if you are a returning listener, I want to say thank you for coming back for more. If you're new to this podcast, thanks for joining us. This is a major week for people that love A Christmas Story. The Christmas Story sequel, A Christmas Story Christmas, was released this past week. The Christmas Story House and Museum went up for sale. That was a shocker to me personally. I didn't see that one coming. And I'm going to be covering A Christmas Story card game. Before I get into the meat of this episode, I want to take a minute here to thank people that left iTunes reviews and to some listeners from around the world. So I'm going to go ahead and butcher that. So first, I want to say thank you to Matt matt 25 for leaving a podcast review over on Apple Podcasts. He left a five-star review titled Fun Stuff. And the review said, Charlie always puts out a fun show, and I'm glad to have another Christmas pod to listen to. So thank you very much, Matt matt 25 for leaving the review. I appreciate it. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and you have the opportunity to leave a rating and a review... If you would please go ahead and do that, you might hear your review on a future episode. And I also want to take this opportunity to say thank you and Merry Christmas to people from the following countries, because I have some new countries that popped up on the listeners list. So to the people that live in Mexico, I would like to say gracias and Feliz Navidad. I would also like to say shukriya and Merry Christmas to the listeners in India. I would also like to say Děkuji and vesele vánoce to the listeners in the Czech Republic. So I think I butchered those enough. Again, if you listen in and I happen to catch that from places all over the world, I'm going to say thank you and Merry Christmas to you and your language, if I could do it. Uh, it's getting a little rough around the edges, so hopefully nobody's offended again. But thank you guys for listening. Again, I never would have thought that this podcast would be listened to all over the world like this. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if I do see it pop up somewhere else, or if I missed you on the list, go ahead and get in touch with me, and I will say that on the next episode. All right, so coming up after the break, we're going to be discussing the Christmas Story Major Card Game. I'm going to talk a little bit about what's in the box, how the gameplay is, and my thoughts on it. And I will do that as soon as we come back from this break. We're the elves from Tis the Podcast. I'm Anthony i'm julia and i'm tom and tis the podcast is a proud member of the christmas podcast network join us each week as we rank review and discuss all your favorite christmas movies and television shows sometimes we agree sometimes it's a verbal brawl but each and every week is guaranteed to be fun come join us So I have another Funko Games here that I'm going to be reviewing for this episode. This one is a Christmas Story, a major card game. I picked this one up on Amazon as well as some of the other ones that I've talked about in the past. But this one is a three to six player game. So if you don't have three people at least to play this one, this one's not going to be for you. And it is listed as ages eight and up. So on the back of the box, again, it says ages eight and up, three to six players. And it's called A Christmas Story a major card game. And it says it's a present peeking deduction game. Swap, peek, and dare your way to find the Christmas gifts Ralphie wants most. Use the leg lamp to triple dog dare players to trade presents with you avoid the bullies, and be the first to find the BB gun and decoder pin to win the game. The contents of the box are 15 cards, 90 peek tokens, one leg lamp marker, and the instructions. So the peek tokens are just little markers that each player gets their own color, and then when you end up peeking at one of the cards in the game, you put your marker on there so you know that you've looked at that card. Again, with all the other Funko games, the box is really nice. It has that shininess to some of the words on there, the matte finish look on some of the other boxes. And this one has, on the front of the box, it has Ralphie peeking out Uh, the window looking up at the leg lamp. So there's actually a window cut into the box and the little leg lamp figures in the window. So it looks like Ralphie's looking up at the actual leg lamp. So I do enjoy the box. Uh, Again, the quality on the Funko games is top-notch in my opinion i enjoy it and i have not seen this one in stores but when i was at walmart a couple of weeks ago they put out a some of their christmas displays and in the toy department there was actually a christmas display that had quite a few of the funko games in there as well as some other games to go along with it but i did not see the christmas story one there Again I'll talk about this a little bit later um, as far as the pricing goes when I picked it up on Amazon but for now I'm going to get into the instructions. Um, With some of the other Funko games the instructions are a little unclear so you have to play it a couple of rounds before you really get the feel for it and this one's no different the object of the game is to you gotta you have to use your memory and deduction to find Ralphie's most sought after Christmas gifts triple dog dare your opponents into swapping presents while avoiding the bully Scott Farkas and Grover Dill. if you can find the decoder pin and the BB gun before your opponents you win the game and then depending on how many people are playing the game that's how you how many of the cards you are going to use if you are playing with three players you're going to use five of the present cards four players you're going to use seven of the cards five players you will use nine of the present cards and six players you're going to use all eleven. eleven. Eleven of the cards. Now, as far as the cards and the contents of the box goes, as um, compared to some of the other Funko games, this one has the least amount of parts to it. The cards are—it's a a small deck, but you do get the little leg lamp figure, which is nice, and you use that in the game to pass from player to player. That way, you just get some extra uh, things that you could do if you have the leg lamp, and. For some reason, I don't know what it was, if it was the thickness of the box or what, but this box I had such a hard time opening, once you unwrap it, I could not get the inside part of the box to slide out, so this one gave me a little bit of a struggle compared to the other Funko card games that I bought. So I don't know if it was just mine. Maybe I got a little bit of a squished box. It looks pretty good to me, but I just had a hard time opening it. Now onto the cards that are in the game deck. You have a decoder and a BB gun card, and then you have your two bully cards. So you have Scut Farkas and Grover Dill, and then you have 11 present cards. Now I have to admit out of the 11 present cards, there was just one of them that I could not place anywhere. So I had to do a little bit of research. I asked the family members if they knew what it was from, but we finally figured it out. And then I went back and watched the movie just to see this part. But as far as the present cards go, you have your snowsuit, so that's randy's snowsuit with the scarf you have the bar of soap obviously the one that ralphie gets shoved into his mouth you have the toy fire engine which you'll see in the movie underneath the tree i'm going to save the one that i didn't know for last just to talk about that so the next one you have a cowboy hat and that's the one that ralphie's wearing when he's having the imagery in his head about uh shooting black bart then you have the bunny suit the toy zeppelin the hubcap, which isn't really a present because obviously we know what the hubcap's from in the movie where he holds all the lug nuts in it, but that's one of the presents. You have the basket of fruit, which is the present that Ralphie gives a school teacher. You have the blue bowling ball, and you have a pair of socks, the socks that Randy and Ralphie get, and they throw as soon as they get them. Now, the last gift, which I was not able to place, was the gold fly swatter. So after doing a little bit of research, if you watch the movie... You will see the mom opening up a couple of presents, but you don't ever see what any of them are. But then as everyone else is opening up presents, she's holding a golden fly swatter. I don't know if it's gold metal. It looks metal. The picture on this card looks metal. But I don't think I ever noticed it before. That's why this card threw me off for a little bit. But after doing some research and then watching the movie, that's exactly where it's from. So it is the mother's item. Just not too sure if that was a gift that she got. That would be a pretty lame gift to get a golden fly swatter, But who knows? It was a different time back then. Then as I mentioned, the decoder pin and the BB gun card. So those are just two different cards. It says decoder pin on the bottom in green and BB gun in green. That's how you know that they're different cards and your two bully cards. So you have Scott Farkas and Grover Dill. So growing up, Scott Farkas to me was always Scott Farkas. I've always thought it was Scott Farkas when I was a younger kid, but then growing up, you know that his name is Scott, Scut. S C U T. So Scut Farkas and Grover Dill. And the illustrations on the cards are pretty good. Uh, Scut Farkas is wearing his coonskin cap and, Grover Dill's got his little uh, leather jacket. and So those are the cards that come in there. And then the peak tokens, like I mentioned before, they're little tiny little cardboard uh, circles and they have pictures of ribbons on them, all different colors. So you did have to pop those out before you started to play, but those are in there. There's 90 of those and the little leg lamp figurine. So as per the instructions, it says to set up the game, you're going to shuffle the decoder and the BB gun cards, the two bully cards, and then the number of present cards, depending on the number of players that are playing. Deal two cards face down to each player, then place the remaining three cards face down in the middle of the table. Important, do not look at any cards. So that's the main thing of this game. You don't want to look at any of the cards until you're actually playing. Then you're going to place the leg lamp marker in the middle of the table where every player could reach it, and then each player takes all the peak tokens of the one color. Then this instruction doesn't have anything too fun as far as who goes first. All it says is the youngest player goes first. So the simplest way to uh, explain how to play this game is when it's your turn, there is one of three things that you could do unless you have the leg lamp. So whoever the youngest person is, they're going to go first, then you're going to continue clockwise. And then on your turn, you're going to do one of three things. You're going to swap a card. So... You have those two cards that are in front of you. You're not allowed to peek at them, but you could swap one of them for any of the cards that are in the middle of the table. You should have three in the middle, and then you're going to swap the cards. So at the beginning of the game, all the cards are face down. So if the one that you swap is face down, you're allowed to peek at the card, and then you have to put your color token on top of it. So what I mean is, like, on your turn, you have those two cards. You could select any one of the three in the middle. Swap your card for it, and then you're allowed to peek at it. Don't let anybody else see it, but keep it face down and put your token on top of it. And then once you do that, then your turn is over. Or you could choose to dare. So choosing dare means you could pick any of your opponents and dare them to swap one of your cards with one of their cards. So you're going to choose one of your cards and one of your opponent's cards. So you get to make the choice on both cards and dare them to swap it with you. If they do take on the dare, swap the two cards, and if the card you took is face down, take a peek at it and then put your token on top of it. When you swap with that other player, they're not allowed to peek at their new card, only you. If they decide not to take the dare, then the two chosen cards are not swapped and you get to take the leg lamp. Your opponent must then choose one of their cards and turn them face up for the rest of the game. Then the other thing you could do on your turn is open the present. So if you think that you know the location of the decoder pin and the BB gun, then you can announce that you're going to open the presents. Now the other thing that you could do with the leg lamp marker, if you are the lucky one to have the leg lamp in your possession, again, you get the leg lamp by daring somebody, and if they choose not to take the dare, you get the leg lamp. But if you have the leg lamp, you could do any of these other following actions on your turn. And then after you do the action, you got to place the leg lamp back in the middle of the table. So if you own the leg lamp, you could do a triple dog dare. So you can force one of the opponents to swap one of their cards with any of your cards. And if the card you took is face down... Peek at the card and put your token on top of it. They have no choice. So if you do own the leg lamp and you triple dog dare them, they have to swap whatever card you choose. You could also choose to do a free peek. A free peek is pretty simple. You just get to pick one of your cards, place your token on top of it, and then put the leg lamp back in the middle of the table. And then the other thing you could do if you have the leg lamp, you could refuse a dare. So if someone dares you to swap one of their cards, you could refuse it. And if you refuse it and you have the leg lamp, you do not have to flip one of your cards face up for everyone to see. So then just place the leg lamp back in the middle of the table, and the turn's over. All right, so now the part that I was not too fond of in the game, winning the game. So the way you win the game is once everyone... It's basically a deduction game. You don't know where any of the cards are. Some of the cards have to be flipped face up during uh, certain things that happen in the game. But... As you're peeking at cards and cards are moving around the table, you have to try to remember where all the cards are. So if you know where the decoder pin is, keep your eye on it. If you know where the BB gun is, you're going to keep an eye on it. And the way you will know where they are is if you trade a card and you end up flipping it up and you see that it's the gun. Maybe somebody else swaps it with you. You could do that, but just keep an eye on where everything is. So once you know which card is the BB gun and which card is the decoder pin, and you are sure that you don't have one of the bullies in front of you, how you always have two cards in front of you, then you're going to announce that you're going to open presents, select your presents, and then they could be in any location. One of the other players could have the BB gun. As long as you're the one that's opening presents on your turn and you select it, you make your selection, and then you're going to flip the two cards over that you think are the presents. If you are correct... You have to take the two cards that are in front of you and flip them over. If neither of those are bullies, you win the game. But this is the only thing that I did not care for in the rules. If you flip one of your two cards over that are in front of you and one of them is a bully, it says in the instructions that you lose and the game is over. So that means nobody wins. There cannot be a winner if one of the bullies is in front of you when you choose to open presents. But here's the thing. If you select your two cards that you think are the presents, if you are incorrect, you're the one that's out of the game. You're going to leave the cards face up, put both of your cards that are in the center in the middle of the table, and now instead of there being three cards in the middle of the table, there will be five. But the only good thing about that is if you're incorrect, you don't have to flip yours over, so we still don't know where the bullies are. But if you're incorrect... You're out of the game, and then all the other players can still continue to play. But like I said, if you choose to open presents, you know where the two presents are. But when you flip your cards over, if one of them's a bully, nobody wins. So I think this might be the only game that I've ever played where there's a possibility where there's no winners. Now, I said to my wife when we were playing this, I can understand... If all of us were working together and we made the decision and then one of us had a bully and then everybody loses, but we're all still kind of competing against each other. So I don't think if one person chooses to open it and they get the bully that everybody loses, but it's in the rules. So that's how you play. And that is how the game goes. So with the other Funko games, it took a couple of plays, like I said, to really get the groove of the of the game and how to play. And um, I didn't win any any of them when I was playing. But again, a Christmas story, a major card game. I enjoyed it. When I bought it, I bought it off Amazon and I bought it a little while ago. When I bought it, I paid $8.99 for it on Amazon and it currently is still $8.99 on Amazon with free prime shipping. So reading the description that they have on Amazon, it says Help Ralphie Parker get the BB gun and decoder ring he covets at Christmas time peek at present cards triple dog dare other players to make risky trades and beware of the bullies who are lurking in the deck if you have the infamous leg lamp you can swipe another player's card but act fast because you may not have that prize possession long it's a lively game of take that and family laughs just in time for the holidays this game is ranked 6,345 in the best sellers toys and games and it is ranked 150 in dedicated deck card games It has 4.6 out of 5 star reviews on Amazon, and the release date for this game was September 30th, 2020. The manufacturer is Funko, and according to Amazon, what's in the box? All it says is game. So that's what's in the box, game. Scrolling down to the Amazon reviews there's quite a few of them that say this so this person's got a four-star review their title was difficult to learn but fun and their description was the same thing we have one that says great gift it was a great gift for a game to play at a party the rules are simple to learn so it's kind of like mix mix match with the rules being simple and kind of hard for some people we have one here that says disappointed purchase this game to add to our Christmas Eve game night it wasn't as fun as we thought it would be we got easily bored with it and only played a few rounds then we have another one that says it's a great gift for a Christmas story fan i purchased this because i'm a huge fan of christmas story movie it arrived quickly and well packaged it's super cute and very quality made product i haven't even played the game yet to be honest but i just love the packaging and i have it on display with my other stuff then i'll read one more that someone said they had a little bit of an issue with it just to kind of get the good and the bad with each review so this one says it was a complicated game it's a three-star review and it says my family ended up enjoying this game but it took us an hour to figure out how to play and then we still didn't fully understand and we played a third round i'm not sure if a video or what would help but we struggled a bit love the theme though which is why i purchased it in the first place so like i said on some of the other funko games when i talked about those youtube is definitely your friend when it comes to these card games i've looked them up every funko game that's out there does have a youtube review on it and they show you how to play and it's not made by funko on there but there are other people that have played all of them and do a review and a instruction type of a walkthrough on youtube so if you are in the mood for any of these games and you're still not sure how to play it youtube is definitely your friend so with all that said i am going to wrap up this episode of closer to christmas i have a christmas story christmas to go watch and Get my thoughts on that one. Maybe I'll talk about that on a future episode. But in the meantime, if you would like to keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter and see pictures of this card game and everything I talked about on the show, make sure you're following me over there at Closer to Xmas on both of those platforms. You can email the show closer to Christmas podcast at gmail.com. And make sure you head over to CloserToChristmas.com if you'd like to see any of the show notes that I talked about on this episode. I hope you guys are all getting ready for Christmas. It's going to be here before we know it. Thanksgiving's coming up very shortly. So... I hope everybody has a safe and happy holidays, and and I will be back soon with another episode. And you know what that means? The next time you hear my voice and this podcast, we are all going to be a little bit closer to Christmas. Thanks for listening. I would like to thank Kevin Iggy for the use of his music for the intro and outro to this episode links to his music can be found on the show notes for this episode if you could take a minute of your time and rate and review this podcast on apple podcasts or wherever you're listening to the show it would be greatly appreciated you could email the show at closer to at gmail.com and you could visit us online at closer to christmas.com if you would like to have your voice heard on the show or if you'd just like to send in a question or a comment head over to CloserToChristmas.com and click on the message button. And finally, if you would like to follow our social media so you can see any pictures I might have discussed on the show, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram, both at CloserToXmas. Closer to Christmas is a proud member of the Christmas Podcast Network. The Christmas Podcast Network is home to hundreds of great Christmas podcasts from all around the world. Ho, 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 ho. Okay, Elfie, I'll take it from here. Make sure you visit the Christmas Podcast Network at ChristmasPodcast.com. Ho, 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 ho.